0: Hello, you're very welcome to the Owen O'Neill podcast. It's a series of chats with some people we might find interesting. My friend Adam Shapiro has all the recording gear and all the technology stuff. And uh, I sit down, we'll be chatting to, going around County Clare particularly, and chatting to people we might, we think are interesting and hopefully you do. If you'd like to donate or contribute to support us in this mission, we'd be delighted. And uh, the PayPal account exists and hopefully you see it somewhere. (laughs)
1: How I wish I could be joyously, healthily, dangerously carefree. Oh. But I'm his fantasy, leaning on his clemency, ravaged beyond belief. <laughs>
0: podcast. Uh, my name's Owen O'Neill. I'm after driving a little bit out from Ennis, about a couple of miles out, past Ross I out to the road a bit and turned off and walked into a house. I didn't actually walk into a house at all. walked down beside a house and I've ended up in a beautiful theatre. I'd call it a theatre studio. It's really large for uh, the back of a garden and uh, I'm in the home stead, the home. I suppose the studio is as much a home as the house of um, the lady you've just heard singing there,
2: Laura Mulcahy. Are you, Laura. Hi, Owen. How are you? It's a great song. Thanks. That's a, a, and hi to all your listeners. Um, that's called Supper at the Cousins.
0: There's a Lovely bit of piano playing going on in the background and normally it's, it, it's a one-on-one in the podcast, but yeah. I'm delighted that you brought somebody along to share your music.
2: That's Sarah. Give us an old shout, Sarah. Hello. <laughs> Come over and over. <here. laughs>
0: Sarah Ferrigan on piano. And we, yeah. we, 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 we're delighted to have you, Sarah. Um, what about that song? What's that about?
2: Well, it's um, about exactly what it feels like to be sexually abused as a child. So, that's that.
0: You wrote it? Yeah. So, the, the, yeah. the, the song tells, tells yeah. your feelings about yeah. that? Yeah, That's quite shocking to me. I expected to go into an interview, yeah. and I, I, I never expected the first line of an interview to be so powerful. Yeah. And, um...
2: um I consider it one of the most important things I've written. I'm sure. Um, I wrote it, uh, I don't know how long ago now, but... um. I put a little video up on Facebook because I used to do that before I ever recorded anything properly, you know, mm-hmm. um, just to see what people thought um, of things. But anyway, I wrote that and uh, I started guess- getting messages from all over the world from people saying, you don't know what you've done with that song. It's amazing. You've helped me.
0: So by, by, by your bravery yeah. in... in, in, in exploring yeah your abuse you you've you've helped. I can't say mine right yeah
2: just writing about okay. it okay yes. giving voice right yeah
0: giving okay that's great yeah.
2: yeah
0: yeah because there it's um it has to be the most difficult I mean how can you write a song about it it's just so it's so how how did you, you, you sit down yeah of course how did you write it how did what what how did you I love songwriting yeah I love words and um, I, when I listen to this podcast myself I listen to that song a different way now because when I was yeah. listening to it I, I, I had an idea about darkness and stuff but I didn't, yeah. I didn't get the, the and now I will and if anybody yeah. listens to this you can go back and rewind and listen to it again maybe before you go any further because yeah I a, mean
2: you, I just want to help yeah but That's how did it. you
0: when, 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 did you sit down and say I'm going to write a song about
2: yeah I'd say that probably came out of me very quickly that song um it's hard to know because I've written a lot of songs and uh, it's hard to think back because it's a few years ago now. I'd say it's five years ago nearly since I wrote it at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. So, But I imagine I wrote it very quickly because it's, um, it has a very, uh, what would I say, direct kind of thought process right through it. Um, and I I generally if I am writing something I will write the song itself very quickly when I come upon something I want to say or something that I feel should be said
0: Thanks Uh, Laura I'm I'm, I'm scoundered I'm I'm, I'm in a different place now than I expected to be and I love it, I think it's great that you've you've, you've,
2: Sorry, no, no. For the scoundern. <laughs> no,
0: I, I, I think it's, I think it's, 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 it's amazing that we, we've started an interview and I, already we've come to the, probably the most important thing you can ever talk about. And yeah. Uh, and and, and I'm, I appreciate it. Well, like, I'm it.
2: not messing around, yeah. you know, and I don't mess around with my music. I don't sit there now taking myself very seriously either, you know, and polishing my moustache or anything. But, like, um, no, the, I, I want to be able to produce the best quality work I can. Because, like, for example, we did a lovely recording a few weeks ago, and to be able to give you something that you truly would love to record with somebody is such an honour for me. Same with Sarah as well here. To give Sarah something she can really get her teeth into. It just... It just makes my work all the better when I'm working with happy musicians, um, a happy producer as well, who gets something and says, What the hell is that? Or, you know, so, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. We'll, we'll get back to your producers and, yeah. and, and Sarah and, and all the sounds. Um, I, I, I'm fascinated by you I, I don't know you very well and as you said yeah. we, we've, we've, we've met and you've invited me to play on one of your songs yeah. and that's how we got to know each other at all probably but I've been aware of you on Facebook as a lot of people have um, you're very important on Facebook <laughs> it, it's, it, 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 there's an awful lot of fucking boring stuff yeah. and there's an awful lot of negativity and there's an awful lot of hatred and then there's Laura Mulcahy and we have no idea from day to day what's going to appear and it can be the most humorous yeah. amazingly funny stuff it can be shocking, it can be vulgar yeah. and it can be joyful and it can be full of love and then yeah. it can be despair yeah. that, does that kind of sum up who you are?
2: Well it sums up who everyone is you are a whole person I never met somebody who wasn't a whole person you know I worked um, for years in Mountjoy Prison and I never met somebody serving a sentence there who was all bad same as I've never met anybody I would meet socially or out in the free world so to speak who's all good
0: Do you like people?
2: Yeah, I do. Now, that's different from willingly giving yourself over to people. But I do, I like people. I believe that people are good. I believe... um, I am a very, very optimistic person, you know. And things will get you down, by the way. (laughs) If you're really optimistic, sometimes things will really stab you right into that big heart, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: you know. So... um, yeah, I do I believe in the good, the intrinsic goodness of people. Do you? I really do. Yeah, I really do.
0: I wish I did. It's, it's yeah. fantastic. It's fantastic to I mean I I, 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 I I I'm cynical. Yeah. But I'm always shocked by goodness as well. But you know, I'm never shocked by badness, unfortunately.
2: I couldn't say I couldn't say I'm wide-eyed either, you know, about the world. I'm not going out there saying, "Oh, isn't it Pollyanna?" and it's all in glorious Technicolor either. I mean, how could you? And in fact, the whole world has had such a shockingly hard year at the moment. But I do believe that people are good. I do believe good triumphs, and I do believe in the power of it! why not have good news travel faster than bad news for a change?
0: I, I, I really appreciate you allowing us to have this chat, I, I'm, I'm fascinated by it and I love the fact that we don't know each other too well so yeah. we can actually find out yeah. about you in the next five hour Let's solve
2: five the or mystery or of <laughs> Laura <laughs>
0: there's, there's nothing more boring <laughs> than, a, than an interviewer that asks you know where are you from, where yeah. And how did, how, how was school, how, what, tell us about normal Mackey as a child.
2: Oh, I would have been uh, very introverted and very few friends.
0: Were you here in Ennis?
2: Yeah, I was, mm. Um and I was one of six children, mm-hmm. um three older, half brothers, and then I'm the middle child of three girls, then in the second set of the family, Um so yes my childhood would have been how could i say uh my father was a very eccentric person <laughs> and my mother is also to this day quite an eccentric woman so like i didn't lick it off the
0: ground okay. how, they, how was your father eccentric
2: uh he loved um reading and he read um writers like Flann O'Brien or James Stevens or any of these um, strange modernist writers he he read a lot of those people and I suppose in terms of literature those would have been people who would have been like since Joyce they would have been um, trying to upend the idea of form when you know uh, you're writing a novel I suppose the first novel published in the English language was Robinson Crusoe and Like when you track the progress of that novel, it's like so simple, and somebody dies, and then we move on, and you know, it's it's so simply put. But uh, the modernist writers were always messing with form. You know, I mean, one of uh, uh, Flann O'Brien's books, the the footnotes in the book eventually overtakes the actual prose in the book. Mm -hmm. Um, So my father was always throwing out these ideas, you know, into the world, and he called any of my female friends who came into the house Seamus. That was the name for any girl who came into the house, you know, and Mm -hmm. that was it really. He just, yeah, he was always joking and laughing and having a good time, you know, with words and with challenging people to Mm -hmm. try and understand Mm -hmm. uh, that there's more to life, I suppose, than just the same old ding-dong every day. Even though
0: you have great faith in humanity and all that, I think you're on the outside Looking in the window of, of, of life at times, yeah. and what I can see of you, yeah. and I think you you you're you're somebody that um, shockingly eloquent in the sense that you, you, you sometimes you you could put on Facebook again nothing to do with your songs, which just we we'll, we'll go into later on, but you might just put a sentence and you'd have me scratching my head for the whole day. You know? <laughs>
2: But, I do, yeah,
0: yeah I'm so, an outsider. Yeah, when did you spot that? Oh, um,
2: that's all my life. That's so, you, all when my you
0: life. were six or seven, yeah, would you yeah, been looking over the yeah, fence at the other girls? Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah completely. And
0: ha, yeah. Ha, ha, did it ever become something you you actually liked?
2: Oh, I, I love being an outsider. Yeah, I, get that, yeah. I do. Yeah. yeah. And did you like it? It was I, um, I think it's really important to not get too involved in things with people anyway. Um, especially when you have a responsibility to your work. And I feel artists have a different type of work to a lot of other people. Our work can be very public. Um, Our work relies on a contract between an audience and us as well. And it relies on an uh, an emotional communication. So I think to sit outside uh, things can be really, really beneficial because sometimes you're given a 2020 vision of what you should be doing and what you should not be doing.
0: And maybe the best songwriters are all out there. Oh, for sure. Of Some of them ways, are no.
2: barking mad, way yeah. worse than me. You're and,
0: from, and no, well, we'll, you're, and you're, 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 I think you've reached the pinnacle <laughs> of the you're oh. fine. You're, yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: The um, like the idea that you would get involved with this thing or that thing, surely it takes away the purity of your work.
0: Well, it I, takes I, away I think in it. your case, when like I don't like the word artist when it comes yeah. to a musician. Uh, to me, an artist is someone who paints pictures. But you are an artist. I
2: don't even know if I'm a musician. Yeah, there you go.
0: Yeah, well, you are. But <laughs> but but, but you're more an artist. No, you you like you're a beautiful guitar player. You're a beautiful voice. It's it's it goes right through me. It goes through everybody, and it goes through everybody that's listened to this. But. It's your artistry that's, that's like, your, your songs can be so dark, but you paint with such bright colours. And I don't mean to be pretentious. Yeah. I hate being pretentious, but you're the only one I could say that to. I don't think yeah. there's any other songwriter in the, in the world I could say that to, that your, your, your darkness is bright, if you know what I mean. I
2: suppose the whole thing is, um, I can't be someone else. I have to be me. Uh, these are the things I write about. Some of it can be very funny. Even if you're sitting in the middle of the darkness, you can be having a laugh as well with me. But I suppose the brightness comes from actually feeling it. You have to feel it.
0: And would there be something in, I see in this beautiful studio as you have it, we'll discuss it more later on, what's ever happened in this place. But I see a lot of books, I see a lot of literature, yeah. I see a lot of proper books, like not, not uh, you know, real books, like poetry and words, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, so I get the impression that your heroes aren't, singers or musicians, but your heroes are writers. Will there be any truth in that?
2: I, you know, people ask me that all the time, what are your influences? I don't have an influence because I generally respond directly to my environment. I saying It's all environmental.
0: People don't believe me when, they, when I tell them I have no influences. Yeah, I don't what have, like, friends,
2: but... I have lots of reading, yeah, yeah. and I listen to... Any kind of music, so long as it's good. That's the only thing I want, is something Mm -hmm. that's good. Um, I don't believe that it's good enough to say, I don't like that, it makes me sick. Um, Because that generally comes out of the mouths of people who just want a shortcut around having to admit the fact that they don't understand it Mm -hmm. and having to admit that would make them eventually probably like something, you know, when it comes to art um, or music or literature I'll never forget seeing Linda Martin on The Late Late Show doing a Euro song, whatever, and she was one of the judges and she picked on somebody's song and she said, I don't like it, and she was asked why, and she said, I just don't like it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: How is that even, how can that even hold water?
0: It's, it's almost like the way education is. Yeah. It's like there's a way and there's yeah. only one way and it's
2: almost like the teacher in class yeah. saying I don't like you yeah, so I'll pick on you
0: were you liked in school by your teachers
2: I wasn't any trouble really I don't think um, I, I wasn't uh, somebody who had friends in school or who, <laughs> who had any re- I, d- I don't think I stood out in any way if you know what I mean mm-hmm. um but certainly anybody who knew me in school knew I would do something with, with English, with language, because I really did love English. Mm-hmm. And um, sure, here I am. I a pile and, of songs. And, and, and yeah. for
0: those that don't know, and that, oh, I hope we're introduced into a whole new lot of people, yeah. and hopefully I don't know any of podcasts so I'm very new to it. Yeah. But I know I, I, I have an idea that they'll be there forever. Yeah, they will. I have an idea that, they'll, they'll, that they, people will be listening to this conversation Years and years. Oh, yeah,
2: you can listen to it as and when you want. And and I like that, that. that, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, when did you realise that? No, first of all, for the people that don't know you, are you three CDs done?
2: Um, I'm in the middle of wrapping up writing on my third album, but I have two albums written and I put out a single as well, a Christmas song, um, Mm -hmm. a couple of years ago. And I suppose the first album was nearly two albums because it was an 18-track mm-hmm. album, so...
0: It was yeah. heavy stuff, a lot of it. Yeah. Or was that the second one?
2: Both there was, of them are...
0: You delved deeply into... And Love was it? In the, in, in that was the, the
2: first one, for yeah. for,
0: for the listener. Tell yeah. You tell us about That song
2: I sang, actually, there, mm. Supper at the Cousins, was from the first album.
0: You're right. Yeah. as well. So you needed to get... Maybe I'm wrong... You need, you needed you need to get this stuff out.
2: Yeah, I just started writing songs and they all flew out of me like a big pile of vomit.
1: And <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Sorry>.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I
2: puked my songs all over the guitar.
1: And
0: you're... They had a huge power in the songs. Yeah. And, 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 and I'm sure a lot of people couldn't listen to it because it was so powerful and truthful the song about Anne Lovell tell yeah. us about that because um, for the people that yeah. don't, don't know people, there are a lot of people here that won't, won't be Irish And yeah. it, it, it it took our nation apart when it did. we heard about yeah. the poor girl who, who it died it was a in, pivotal in moment, moment
2: of it political was. change it, 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 in and, Ireland and, and, and it was a
0: pivotal moment when yeah. we realised what people you know there were those people defending all kinds of things and were, social the, the, change there was awful mm. things been said mm after this point you tell us about i i love it's death
2: well she and died in 1984. 83 mm-hmm. 84 um don't quote me on that date and i'm sorry i'll apologize to anne herself for not remembering the exact year but uh it was winter and anne was uh 15 years of age and she was pregnant Um, and she clearly went into labor under the statue of the Virgin Mary um, in her hometown of Granard in County Longford, And uh, she died and the poor baby died as well. So that was completely shocking because nobody knew where this baby came from. She had hidden the pregnancy, but then it came out really that the nuns in the school would have known at the time. Um, And yeah, Irish people got really angry because they got really angry at the fact that, I suppose, this church had been wielding a stick over the nation for so many years. And because of this church, poor Anne didn't feel that she could come to her mum and dad and tell them that she was having a baby. So it's, yeah, it's very, very sad. Um, But I wrote that song because I suppose if you keep saying these things to people, you can hopefully safeguard your own kids from this happening to them. You know so, like, that's where a lot of the music comes from to try and help.
0: It's a powerful subject. I, I I imagine if I sat down to write a song about the situation surrounding Anne Lovett's death, I would write a completely straightforward song with very straightforward words. Yeah, you didn't. No, it, it, it would. Would you remember the, the words, of it now or would now I would put you under pressure. Oh, I, I, I didn't uh, mean to ask you to. I wasn't even thinking to ask you to sing that song, but it, it doesn't matter, Laura. You can sing any song, really. You know. I mean.
4: Where are the words, there?
0: Listeners, we're here in a very nicely, quietly lit room, theatre, studio in Laura's place. Adam Shapiro's sitting over a table. He's he's doing the sound and Sarah's playing piano behind. And uh, It's just a very, very beautiful place to be at this very moment, Laura. It's just uh, something is right here at the moment. I, I'm enjoying myself. Thanks very much. The, 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 the,
2: the, that song is called Saint Anne.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. So when I say I'm enjoying myself, isn't it a strange terminology to use when we're... Both your songs have been about very powerful, sad Mm. subjects. Um, How can it be that I'm enjoying that music? What have you put into it that that, that gives us some kind of a lift from the despair?
2: All of me, okay, for a start, all of me, my heart and my soul. as I say, there's no point in not meaning it. I mean it. I mean it a hundred times over. And I also get to play with one of my best friends in my entire life, and that's Sarah Ferrigan. So,
0: she is a friend there's a
2: huge friendship between us when it comes to music. We call it the Jedi Mind Connection. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it, it, there's there's something about an accompanist. There's when, when there's an accompanist to one person and they have an accompanist, let's say, in, in traditional music in all kinds of music and Adam you know what I'm talking about as well it's the closest thing it can be at times and what you had yeah. there was two voices yeah. you had two voices you had the piano voice and of course the backing yeah. vocals and and you know, it was equal 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 and empathy. like I
2: often actually I usually play that song with the guitar and with Sarah but you just asked oh, yeah. us to play it there anyway But another thing I will say about being an artist is I reserve the right to do what I want with my own art. So Mm -hmm. it's lovely to leave down the guitar Mm -hmm. and to just have this version of Mm -hmm. it as well.
0: Did you enjoy singing that?
2: I did, yeah. I it was I haven't sang it in ages. I, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm, <laughs> I haven't done it a we haven't done anything
0: in a long time. I was in the, the introduction time. came in, how you remember the introduction. Yeah. I, was like, I was
4: trying to remember it as I was playing
3: it. I was
0: yeah. like, oh, what's, <laughs> but, what's next, what's next? And I knew, I knew, I said, as I said, I shouldn't have put you on the spot there because, you know, you, you, know, you won't remember. But uh, I'm glad that worked because it was absolutely powerful and delighted lady be we're having a great time. Yeah. This is a brilliant <laughs> podcast. This is the best ever.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, so they, um, no, but it is lovely as well to Play it with just the piano and l- give Sarah's piano space, mm-hmm. because as I say, often I play it with the guitar and the piano. So, yeah.
0: So, Laura MacKay Because is- music
2: is a living and breathing thing, anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: It comes from us.
0: Do, would you ever sit down and write an ordinary little song, just, to, or, or, you know, would you, does, does the simplicity ever come into it that you write a simple a song? I think would a, a lot else.
2: of them yeah. are very simple.
0: There's fears okay. kept in them.
2: Yeah, the, the words
0: are fabulous. So you were in school. I, I'm just trying.
2: You can write yeah. that one for me if you want, I, I mean, and I'll, yeah, I will. I'd be happy
0: to I, sing it. I, like I will. Yeah. I'm in the process of it already. Yeah. Before you even so, ask me.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm going to. It's going to be a little bit.
2: Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. So tell us about when you were you were in school and you were we got through all that. And you're about 13 to 14 now. So you're obviously. You're obviously starting to think about things and and and, and where you're going to go in music and and uh, literature and stuff. So what happens that 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 between the age of th- I don't know, I won't ask what age you are now, but what when did it all go that this is this is your calling?
2: Oh, uh, I mean, I knew that it was like the art world anyway from probably my first breath. So that's that. So I worked towards um, getting my leaving cert. And I wasn't somebody who was, you know, a real troublemaker in school and I wanted to do well. So I studied, you know, and I think that's actually a major problem with younger people is that they're afraid to say, I want this or, Mm -hmm. you know, they're, they're afraid to go for what they want. There seems to be some kind of a problem with that And I have no problem with people having uh, dreams and ambitions. And sure, why wouldn't you? As young people, isn't it wonderful to be able to foster those dreams and ambitions? But um, I went and I studied English in college. And I found out very quickly that I wasn't very good at English at all. But I did it anyway. Where was college? (laughs) Uh, I went to the University of Ulster in Coleraine.
0: So you moved up?
2: Yeah. Tell us about
0: that.
2: Yeah, that was really, really good. Really good.
0: Post peace process or
2: um let me see nineteen ninety eight we had the old, yeah. But. So the year before that. Mm. Yeah. So
0: so uh, tell us about your, your perceptions about being in coraine and, and and the surrounding areas.
2: Oh I mean it was a fantastic university life. Mm-hmm. It really was. Um and we had a great students' union and we had a lovely campus and you know, paid my rent on time, and I worked in a restaurant washing dishes, and I did all the ordinary things that people do. Mm-hmm. And I didn't play lots of guitar, and I didn't do lots of singing. I did lots just studying and working. Yeah. Um. And I used to dress as a gold statue on the street as well to make money. <laughs> so I, like,
3: yeah.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah. Anything for a few bob, like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So um. Yeah, and it was a really good, positive place to study. And uh, But again, I wouldn't and were, have... What
0: were you thinking of being a teacher? No, you, I never would have been a
2: teacher. Was I it, never, when,
0: when you were in the middle of your studies at night time in, in Coleraine...
2: Oh, I had no plan. No plan, no. just to
0: get a degree Nothing. or something. I
2: wanted my English degree, because even mm-hmm. though I wasn't great at English, I still have a huge passion for English. Like it doesn't. You don't need to be um, academically wonderful at something you know oh, really yeah, I am average at best
0: absolutely
2: t- to just love it
0: mm-hmm. you know when so you, I love it yeah yeah like and I love did you, did you admire did you feel it was a, your, your the, the education side of university did you like your lectures did you like the books you were asked to read was it was it a, a joy oh yeah
2: type? I mean I would have loved Shakespeare <laughs> now I loved studying <laughs> Shakespeare and I have found out since that you can do degrees now in our universities here Um without studying Shakespeare, you know, for an English degree. And I think that's maybe a bit of a mistake. But anyway, sure. Who am I to say that? Well,
0: it doesn't stop to say a lot of other things. Yeah, maybe. well, it, yeah. It, 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 It's like, it's nice that you, you say things. It's nice that you speak. I
2: think it's like, it's just dumbing down things. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. struggle with the Shakespeare. Come on, struggle with it. No, like you can leave it, something. you can leave it behind then once you've done it. But actually to do it's such a good foundation Mm-hmm. for you so you know I might be a bit of a stick in the mud
0: No, but I, I'm interested in the foundation I, I'm not I, 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 as I'm talking and thinking yeah. about education and stuff and what foundation is Macbeth or Romeo and Juliet for a 16 or 17 year old
2: oh my god it teaches them about passion and murder and sex be, and yeah. violence and doesn't, Bits
0: of love. Doesn't, doesn't uh, Netflix as well, doesn't, doesn't a TV series do the same thing? No,
2: they uh, all move too quickly. And the attention span of the human is about five seconds now per
0: scene. And would, would, do you think they'll slow down doing Romeo and Juliet? Or? You
2: have to, like, if you look at a play of one of these uh, Shakespearean productions... Or if you read the play, you have to keep your brain going at the pace of a scene. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of our young people find that, I mean, they say it's boring, but it's actually their brain can't cope with it because it's been trained Mm -hmm. by televisuals.
0: Okay, I'm uh, an observer of the term music scene yeah. for a long long time oh yeah and I, I i'd be aware of of all the scenes from the brandon i would know sarah for for many years going to gigs and in um, rock and roll gigs and stuff like that and all kinds of gigs but um the ennis was it was a good town for 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 not alternative but, but honest music let's say honest just decent proper music people getting up and expressing themselves and, and brandon's particularly um do you think it's 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 horrific that there's nowhere to play for for people that aren't doing cover versions, the people that aren't playing trad? I mean, it, nothing to do with pandemics and stuff like yeah. that. I, I think it's horrific. There's nowhere I for seventeen-year-old rock bands or twenty I or fifty-five-year-old rock do.
2: bands. I think it is.
0: What can we do about it? Uh,
2: I How think can we change that? Um, we need to. The problem with musicians is that they are not coming together. OK, and supporting each other. And it literally needs to be a union at this stage in our town.
0: I don't understand that because I don't see how that would benefit.
2: Um, I think there would be money in a union to pay into it every year to even get a venue going. And who, it's as simple who, who, as that. who would you
0: define as musicians then? Like, I mean, there's, there, half of County Clare plays music. Yeah. More than half.
2: Yeah, sure. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Any one of those who has five quid to put into a union.
0: Right. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't. To
2: get a venue going, you know, to simply get a venue going. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll take anyone's five euro. Lads, will you give me a flag day outside the church? (laughs) I'll go in there with the fecking hat myself in and I'll collect at communion, you know. Yeah.
0: I just have this thing that's maybe gone a bit middle class, that it's for people with money now to play music, that the instruments are expensive and it's it, it you know, is, yeah. and I think that the always the alternative to, to, to middle middle class uh, or any any kind of alternative to any kind of a situation is is, is loud, loud drums and guitars yeah, and basses. And we we have everything. I do everything, agree. But with we you. we don't have that.
2: I do agree with you. Um and there's more than that That's why I'm trying there's to more you. than rock bands, yeah. as well. By the way, there's yeah. every other style of music, mm-hmm. outside of traditional music. Mm-hmm. And please, will traditional musicians not take any of this personally? I'm just putting. A, I don't. A, think that. I think uh, traditional musicians would love it. to see other yeah. music out right there. But uh, I will also say I really admire traditional musicians because you're together, and because you are you mean business. And because you have your gigs sorted and because you take care of business and That's you down to tourism, really are fantastic. Mostly down to tourism, I think. Yeah.
3: Mm,
2: But change. I mean So what about s-
0: Laura Mulcahy? What about all the people that have voices that um like how do you get to a live let's forget about the, the situation we're in where 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 venues are closed. Yeah. Let's pretend the venues are open. How does how does a band meeting up say in a place like this this beautiful studio and they're rehearsing for, for, for two, or three months, getting loads of really yeah. really different stuff like so I'm, well, let's say normal Kane, yeah. I mean, You're a perfect example of that. You know, somebody that, that, that isn't going to do a cover version and if you are going to do a cover version, nobody will probably recognise yeah. it, you know. So because this will be
2: a cover version yeah. of Mongolian throat music. <laughs> <laughs> so, it'll be my kind of cover version.
0: But <laughs> I, I, think, I think you care about musicians more than yourself. You, I think you care yeah. about all musicians and you care about genres yeah. and you care about... Yeah. The, and like myself, I think you're aware of the people that aren't getting the look in. Yeah. And maybe you're not getting the look in.
2: Uh, look, I'm fine. I'll keep. You can keep me over there in the corner. I'm grand. But, but uh, yeah, I do, uh, I do feel really bad for a lot of the people in our town who have no venue. Um, I feel our whole town was shut down in recent months and at the very least they could have put a big stage up there in the square for people to play. Mm -hmm. I really do feel uh, that the whole entertainment business um, and particularly just our town musicians, you know, Mm -hmm. the townies have been completely forgotten about. And... I mean, don't ever think that because somebody is a local musician that they're not a good musician, because I know so many people out of this town who could rival any musician out there for musicianship. So, yeah, I do, I do feel like they have closed off the town ten years in a row for Ennis Street Festival to put up that big trailer thing that they have up for music generation. Why the hell didn't they do that for the last number of months here and just give people a shot?
0: Yes. Yeah, and besides that, I think. And
2: I don't care about your insurance. I don't care no. about any of that. No, I, I want. It's like something that is optimistic and actually a workable solution for it's, my it's, colleagues.
0: It's like people get elected, and I, I'm not one to put down any politician at all. I think if somebody goes for something, I think they're great. To, yeah. They put their heads up above. Oh, I mean, it's, and, yeah. And the abuse they get, horrific, business. and their hatred is awful. I'm not one of those people at all. But it's like they forget about the people that need love the most. Yeah. That, that, that need to express themselves the most, that have all sorts of shit going on in their head, that they'll get out with a, with a, with a set of drums and an and electric yeah. guitar. Like, the whole punk thing was about three chords and and, and, and letting your story out, you know? Yeah. And I think we're ready for something like that again, but, but the, there's no way of letting these children and older avail of it there's nobody there's no there's no well instance. there is
2: music generation mm-hmm. you know and that is pretty good that's for, an arts uh, yeah Hanson, that's Grant Bono just. helps that oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, all yeah. the rest um, but like the fact of the matter I'm kind of worried about over 21 yeah. that age yeah. group Yes, because so. well,
0: I'm actually thinking about all
3: age groups yeah, music, you
2: know. because like say from 18 to 21 at least you could avail of music generation and from 18 to 21 years of age you can do lots of experimentation there when you get to mid-20s and maybe 30s you might be getting very very serious about music and where's the support then Mm -hmm. so where how do people expect to have culture how do people expect culture to thrive in such a, a in such a wonderful country for us. I mean, we punch way above our weight. Absolutely.
0: Worldwide. What's wrong with opening a bloody big warehouse and letting the band on there every night and letting the young people meet up? And why are we not trusting them?
2: Yeah. Why are they not trusting us?
0: Why are we not trusting them? Why are we not trusting them to have a good time? Oh yeah. Why why do we not let them gather? I mean, I know nothing against But it's the
2: whole mistrust of arts.
0: Yes. Why are we not being
2: trusted? to actually have rational thought. Mm -hmm. I mean, as an artist, I have always brought in my projects on budget, under budget, Mm -hmm. on schedule. And every single time you apply for any kind of a grant, you have to go and you have to justify yourself yet again. They still don't trust you, no matter how long you're doing this, Mm -hmm. you know. So why don't they trust us? we're a big, big industry in this country and uh, I, I don't see why they don't trust us to run our businesses and furthermore to really give us a dig out right now.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree totally. Mm. But I, I'm aware of your um, campaign uh, in, in your life to, 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 to help other artists and yeah. to, to publicise. Yeah. I, I think it's great. I think it's great that you do that.
2: Well, it's, there's no point to me. There's absolutely no point to me um, doing all this unless I leave things better than I found them so if I have to be the one who's constantly a big old pain in the arse who gets shot down for it or whatever um, or be the outsider as you've said, fine, I'll take that I don't mind Well done Can we stop for a second? Yeah. I just need to to the toilet Okay, well I'm pleased to say the lizard is drained <laughs> Yeah. About that, folks.
0: <laughs> it's, uh, it's hard to write a protest song now. It's hard to, it's hard. It's a, it's such a, it's such a genre that's been done since the 60s that it's almost, uh, I think it maybe you've done it a little bit there, but you have to make it uplifting a little bit to get the point of the sadness across, yeah. like Palestine and Joe Cox and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, that was written uh, again very quickly in 2016. Uh, on about the 20th of June, around the same time. It was... Literally, there was so much going on in Palestine, in the Middle East at the time, I was frightened. Uh, uh, Then that shooting in Orlando. Mm -hmm. I mean, what the hell was that about? Mm -hmm. Um, And Joe Cox as well. And um, sometimes writing really helps you deal with what makes you upset uh so i sat down and i wrote this you know
0: it's really really good uh
2: it's called song for today um and we released it as well uh last year um for the eurovision which was held in israel Mm -hmm. so we released it that week and um then the organisers of the, it was called Your A Vision, I think, this, uh, uh, it was an alternative evening, mm-hmm. uh, it was in the National Stadium. They actually got on to us about it and they screened the video at it.
0: Very good.
2: So it was, it was amazing, that was an honour.
0: So you're, you're, do you feel, um, do you feel that you're, it's been a slow, I feel, it's been a slow process for you. And all of a sudden, there's something about to burst that people are starting to understand that you're a fantastic (laughs) songwriter. Uh, The latest song that I had the pleasure of being in was was just the most memorable, memorable occasion in this very seat, (laughs) in this very room and Sarah was there. And um, Wayne P. Sheehy was there. and He was the engineer. And... um, Martin Vernon had won some kind of a competition that he did, was yeah. to, to, to sing with you. So here you were, you had no idea and I'll tell you how little you knew about me because I was sitting outside, I was about a 100 yards up the road for two hours with your song and my bazooki and I hadn't a chance of playing it. There was no way I could do anything to improve that song or to even play along with it. Yeah. So I... I um, and um, martin was invited in to, uh, as a winner of a competition yeah sarah was the only one that had any experience with you and, and well uh, wayne, wayne has well. been there from the and start for me it turned out to be one of the well it's it, 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 without doubt it turned out to be the best day i've had in a long 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 yeah. time wayne guided me
2: yeah
0: and your song guided me it's a it's a song about a famine ship yeah sunken cemetery yeah. tell us about writing it and tell us about where it's gone because it's, it hasn't even been released yet It wasn't just sent <laughs> out there a few emails but every indie station would I be right saying there's kind of alternative yeah it, there's, uh, there's loads
2: st- of them around I yeah. mean I would say to musicians um, if you want your work to travel stop obsessing about Radio 1 hmm I shouldn't even say that but please do and search out any station mm-hmm. any station any programme if it suits your music give it to the guy mm-hmm. or woman so, you know just to, and
0: so are you excited about it at the moment is there something going on is there something new is, there or is
2: something this- happening
0: yeah no I, I, not, <laughs> not in like what's success to you what, what like what oh, the people hearing no, your songs oh, this is yeah. success to yeah. me
2: to be able to sit down and talk about art without being told to shut up because <laughs> I'm boring <laughs> you know like I mean mm. your kids Shut up, yeah. you're so boring. You keep going on about singing a song. Oh, my God, if I hear that <laughs> song again. So, mm-hmm. like, this is success. Yeah. This is success. Success in the first place is writing something that communicates.
0: So your ambition is to write, not to be not to be a, a Oh, God, yeah, no. Yeah, Why
2: would you want to put yourself in a prison?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Why would anyone want to do that? Uh, my ambition is to be good at something.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I want to be really good at making the art I want to make, and it's all homemade, and I love that. I love something that's homemade. Um, so yeah, it's, I'm I'm living my dream. Isn't that lovely? Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I get to do it with a great friend, Sarah.
0: Sarah Ferrigan is somebody yeah. I've known a long time. And, and by I'm
2: the way, as well, speaking of good friends, Sinead Nestor works on my videos and she's a friend of mine since I was two hands higher than a grasshopper as well so like I get to work with my friends all my life I'm sure aren't you living the dream if you're doing that you are yeah,
0: you are, yeah. And can you make a can you make a living from from your from your music I can great yeah, yeah lovely uh, Sarah you're you're I'm delighted to, Hi, that yeah. you're here yeah <laughs> um I think it's absolutely brilliant that you're here because Thanks. there's it's like you you're, you're Both so joyous in each other's company, anyway. Besides the music, tell us about Laura Mulcahy, your impressions of her. oh god,
4: that's gonna be on the spot now. Yeah, um, I think probably even even inside music, Laura's probably the most compassionate and um, empathetic person I know. Probably, I mean, you, you just feel everything at a very deep level, I think, and um, I would. I always feel that when I'm, you know, in Laura or with Laura we're doing something together that there's a mutual care about how the other person is feeling, I mm. think. You know, I don't think Laura would never take me for granted. I would never no. take Laura for granted. I think that's... And I think that that depth of feeling and that compassion obviously comes out through her music, but, uh, I mean, apart from music, Laura I just think she's a fantastic person. Basically.
0: And because you were friends before you started playing music mm. together. Yeah. So, um, did you you've always been a musician in my in my re- remembrance anyway. Well,
4: yeah, I wouldn't I'd call myself a thumper really rather than yeah. a musician <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> God forgive you, Sarah. Every time I played in a band I was always trying to get, get in down behind. Down on your knees and say Hail hey, Mary. I was always trying to get in behind the other musicians. I didn't want people looking at me like I'm just yeah, it's funny. Um,
0: but this is intricate music you're playing. This is not three card trick.
4: No, I suppose it's not. No
0: and and your 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 understanding of where Laura's going Mm. Like even on the the new song Southern Cemetery," mm-hmm. um, there's wailing of, 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 mm. of, of souls on a mm-hmm. ship, mm-hmm. and Laura's wailing. She's mm-hmm. not, you know. There's no words, and everything you're doing, whether it be just a drone on the mm-hmm. on, on your, in this case, the piano accordion, mm-hmm. it's it's totally right. And we never mm-hmm. know it's right till it's happened. We know, you know, you've done something that's just as important as the as the vocals. When did it, how did the bond... Was it because you were friends that you you understood each other's music?
4: Well, we, we, yeah. I don't know, like, just... We knew each other, like, when we were kids. I mean, we both went through a very similar yeah experience. We both lost our dads really young. Mm. And I think we kind of understood each other from that perspective. Yeah. Um, it was a very similar situation, you know, family-wise and all that kind of stuff. But we kind of... When you came to me that time with the music, mm. um, we kept saying, "Oh, we must do something together." We must when, do something when was together. this? What what, what, oh, what
0: age were you round that time? Oh, this
4: is only well, this is only four years. ago. Oh, yeah, or. that's interesting, yeah yeah. Right. yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
4: And because I suppose people's lives just kind of go in so many different directions, and mm-hmm. it's very hard to pin something yeah. down and and get it going, you know. But yeah. fair play, Laura. She said, "I have them recorded on a tape, yeah, and I'll drop them down to you and you have a listen to see what you think." And I listened to them, and I went, "Whoa!" Oh, like, <laughs> I, think the, I think the funniest one is Andrew. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 Sarah's husband Andrew. Yeah, took one of their cars up to Dublin.
4: Yeah, and he had it in the. He had, he put the tape into it and he was like, "What's this? What's this?" And he stuck it in the car and he was just like, "What?" And he just listened to it on repeat. And these were just rough cuts. Yes, now. yes. Really, I, I, you know. I hope you kept it. Well, I do Laura doesn't really do rough cuts no Fairly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But these were like you know, uh, one 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 off takes. You know, uh, no or anything around it uh, just lowering the guitar and I was just kind of going oh my god and you said I'd like you to be on you know maybe three or four songs on my album and I was like yeah yeah sure yeah. and I think he ended up on all 18 I think she came <laughs> she
2: came the next week down here with all of them learned. it was
0: really? like
4: come on,
2: the hell,
0: Real this self.
4: woman is a lunatic. You learn not songs in a few weeks, yeah. So, I just, so, you must love this music, yeah. I you do, it. it's, it's challenging, and it's kind of it's it, her music. I'm speaking with the third person who knows, sorry. Um, it's, it's music that reveals itself over time as well, yes. I, think. I believe so. That, yeah. I think, um, every song is so well constructed mm-hmm. and doesn't follow conventional song structure, which is fantastic. And um, uh, it, it's when you listen to it repeatedly that you kind of get the, where, you know, you, I don't know, you, the, the tension builds up and you know it's going to resolve or, you know, it's not going to resolve, you know, and it's kind of like you become, the more you listen to it, the more you, um, you're, you're invested in it, I think. And it doesn't get stale. So, which is why we can play the same songs.
0: Oh, it couldn't get stale. Each
4: time, every time, and yeah. we don't, and we, I never get, we never get tired of playing any of the songs. I don't
2: think do we. No, no. I, I <laughs> love that. Like people say to me as well sometimes, "What's your favorite song you ever wrote?" Mm. I love every one of them. Yeah. I have invested uh, everything in every one of those songs. Mm. There, there is no favorite.
0: And you as know? you approach your new album. Would you be thinking of Sarah? Would you be thinking of musicians? Or would you just say, no, I ought to fucking focus now. Ah,
2: well, you're on it. No, no. You know, so that's that, like, you're there now.
0: Would you, would you... (laughs) (laughs) I'm so by the way, by the way, just because I got through that song, it doesn't mean that every day I get through another one. That, was, so ten you, ten that, for that was the test
4: you had to get. I that was, yeah, that was
0: I, 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 I had some chance with G, C, and D, and maybe an A, D, and E. But, but you
2: know. yeah, no, I do like um, I do have people in mind because I can hear certain people on certain things.
0: But before yeah. you write the song. When you sit down Oh no,
2: no, no, I just write a song. Okay, great. I just yeah. write a song. And
0: and, and yeah. would there be would there be a team in your when you're talking about a new album, new songs, and you're you're probably in, in, in form to, to get ten songs done yeah. so you can get your new album yeah. done. So there's a little bit of pressure, say, to get yeah. you know, you have to discipline yourself to go right. Yeah. Have you a team in the back of your mind and any kind Yes, of well in the
2: album will be called Subnubibus Margarita and that is um a Latin sentiment for a pearl under the clouds. And that's really how I see the earth right now. Mm-hmm. It's how I see Ireland right now. It's how I see the artist right now. <laughs> so it, that will be the theme. Mm-hmm. So.
0: And how would that manifest itself in song? In the sense that when, when you say that's the theme, does that mean you have to sit, you write, a, write a, a song? No, I don't even know what I'm asking. What? Anyway, here, we Oh, yeah, it. well,
2: I mean, you know, every song on the last album um, was about um, some kind of either death and a rebirth... Um, or, you know, in terms of loving somebody, staying with them until the very end. Mm -hmm. So that involves uh, uh, being deceased as well. And that album was called Laura Mulcahy's Easy Listening Dirges for Mm -hmm. the Partially Hinged. And every single one of them had some kind of destruction, either environmental or a dinosaur eating you or, you know... (laughs) Uh,
0: yeah, I, I I do a radio show on Our a Sunday war. morning, and I had your album out every Sunday morning, and I nearly played it every Sunday morning. <laughs> but I always said, "Oh, jeez, I can't." I just can't. And I, and I, I don't hating someone so
2: much, you actually <laughs> Not, want to decapitate them, and that's a funny song. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, like, it's just like I, I, but, uh, <laughs> but I, I, the good news is that I have played your new song and there's been a great reaction to yeah, it yeah there's been a great reaction amazing, to it it's amazing really. there's the sound of the boat there's the sound of the you, you've created a masterpiece in, in, it, t- tell us about it it's about a, a Canadian disaster it's from,
2: about a coffin ship uh, called Hannah that sunk off the coast of Canada in 1849. So that's why I called it Sunken Cemetery, 1849. And actually, it turns out that Declan O'Rourke, on his songs about the famine, wrote a song about the same disaster. But, I mean, I I haven't even heard it, so mm-hmm. you can't accuse me for cogging at school. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, I just... I came in here one day and I said, right, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write a song in the vein of the Irish immigrant ballad and I'm going to make it a bloody masterpiece. And I sat down and and I wrote it in 10 minutes. Then I twiddled my moustache and I went out for a walk with the dog. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. sometimes
0: you're talking and I have to like stop and say okay <laughs> uh,
2: no it took much more effort than that but it is very much in the vein of the Irish Emigrant Ballad would you but need it's f- also about how I hear music and how I hear the sea.
0: Would there be any so. possibility that the two of you could perform or would you we need we will
2: it? yeah, would, yeah, would yeah. Able, that's fantastic yeah. Yeah. no problem
0: yeah. are you alright Adam? Oh, this is a. So we're starting to get good now. This is starting Thank to get good. Now. <laughs> it's uh, October. It's a, it's a mm. dark evening. The darkness has come in. The weather isn't great here in County Clare at the moment, but it's a perfect place to be. This is a fantastic mm. room, Laura. You've put yeah. on concerts and stuff here, haven't yeah. you?
2: Yeah. Everyone has been here. Like, we've fa- had everyone here. I've
0: met people, you know, Anna, and I said, we were at a house concert down in Norman how do I not know Laura? i was okay. <laughs> talking about this house concert. <laughs> I said, I'm always and he says, you here. you know Laura, you know Laura, you know, <laughs> because you know Laura. Because
2: I'm never out there, uh, I'm always no, here. but I kind
0: of know lots of people, and I'm saying, <laughs> what? <laughs> so anyway, I finally got to know you.
2: Yeah, um, we've had every type of person here, like, yeah. um, and the house has always been full of artists and musicians, and um, it's always been a real open house until this year, so you, you miss it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. now I wouldn't be a mad one for having the friends around all the time but I do love art and culture and music and everything and it's lovely to be here in the evening and just open the doors we did a fundraiser at one stage for a fridge for Josie a big Mm -hmm. hi to Josie O'Brien as well um, because she does incredible work and we made enough money to buy her a fridge here so things like that have been really cool all my life here well
0: well, I want to tell you about two moments you served us here too. And I hadn't thought at the moment we were talking about Josie O'Brien, who puts on every year uh, a great concert in glory in Here in Ennis, for her, to help with her work for the homeless. Which is, she's out there with the people in, in all kinds of weather. She's probably out there at the moment with people that, that that everybody else walks by. But two moments. First, first moment was Sarah Ferrigan moment. And both moments I was in the company of Liam O'Mahony, who's a friend of mine, but I hadn't I hadn't seen that often. And when I see Liam. We talk a lot, you know. We, we've we've mutual um, pasts. We, we like ourselves. We've shared yeah. shared shared history. We didn't talk much that day because first of all, we sat down to talk, and the, the choir that Sarah had put together of, of 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 a really funny crowd of people together. Um, mm-hmm. And, 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 Sarah, my 7 on men just sat back and watched you. You were like Davy Fitzgerald on, on, on Speed. You were gone, man, you were standing in front of... You were bringing out these fantastic voices from people that probably hadn't the courage to sing normally. You were doing a fantastic job of... Of, of, of encouragement and, and of and it was a fabulous fabulous and this was just out in the, the foyer this was just a rehearsal for the for the rehearsal yeah. you know that's the first moment myself and Liam didn't get a chance to talk because we were so taken by the drama that was going on in front of us <laughs> the second moment we said we'd go in and we, we were re- getting ready for our own I was playing with the fiddle case and he was playing with the hot house flowers so we were waiting for our own sound check and I didn't know you, Laura, at this time. Yeah. I knew who you were. A little bit more about you. I've been aware of your music a little bit, but I didn't know you at all. We wouldn't know you to say hi to. We hadn't talked before. And we were in the front row, myself and Liam, and uh, you were... I don't know what song you sang that night.
2: That's the Christmas song, I because I sang it with the choir. With the choir. Sarah, yeah.
0: Liam turned to me. He said, Are you getting this? Yeah, are you getting what I'm getting? And I said, yeah, because Liam is, you know, he's deep, yeah. he he loves stuff.
2: Yeah,
0: that's all he said to me. And we, we were quiet for an hour after that. Yeah, that was a. I th- I don't know how you did in the real gig. I didn't see the real gig. It's probably gone off somewhere. To but the, the rehearsal, rehearsal? Yeah. the rehearsal, <laughs> Not all right. the dress rehearsal to an empty an empty yeah. auditorium.
2: Yeah.
0: Anyway, it's just Josie O'Brien that I made was.
2: I had just found out that my aunt was dying just before I sang that, that night. And I just, I wanted to go (laughs) drinking. That's all I wanted to do because Mm. I was so upset. She had been sick for a long time. um, And we didn't know that that was going to happen, you know, uh, that she was going to die. It was a big shock. And so I just... Put all of what I was feeling into that song that night. And do you know what? It was the best medicine, actually, to just sing. Yeah.
0: Sunken... Cemetery. Sunken Cemetery, 1849. <laughs> yeah. So the famine is over and people are still leaving.
2: Uh, 1847 really to 1852 would have been the famine years so we're smack bang in the middle of it Um, Mm -hmm. and also I will say that like when writing a song I go through a good bit of um, research because I want to use the right words and I did know that the Irish flag is relatively new Mm -hmm. so I wasn't necessarily comfortable singing the green the white the gold which are the lyrics Mm -hmm. because I thought oh Could I be doing things wrongly here? But I looked it up and uh, the tricolour, which is the symbol of Protestantism for the orange, white piece between it and the green, which is Irish, uh, it was first flown in Waterford in 1848. So as a research point, that was actually a real weight off to be able to sing the lyrics and sing them honestly
0: and the the prayer that you yeah. sing in the middle of it yeah. you invoke this is this that's not yeah. you that's the people on the ship but is sure
2: it? it's not my song yeah hardly any of my songs are my songs mm-hmm. they're not my songs why would i write about myself i'm boring write about you know i have to write about the uh, things that are out there so that i can help people mm-hmm. you know okay um,
0: almost dark. It's, the lighting is so down in this lovely room, and uh, I don't think there's anywhere at the moment I can imagine that I'd be happier than just sitting here. At the moment that was that was spectacularly beautiful. The two of you are just great, really great.
2: Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say to all that? <laughs> no, Thanks a million.
0: No, it's a, it's a, like just the integrity and the and the originality. It, it, it's a, you you have a huge. Ability to, to be completely original. I, I've never heard anything like that before.
2: I'm just me.
0: Yeah. but That's e- it. Everybody is just them to a certain yeah. extent. But you have, cre- like, how, that little bit in the guitar where you go a little bit off. And yeah. You're like, dee, 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 dee.
2: Yeah. Like, what
0: brought that out? I mean, just, what, how, how did it work? Does that in my head,
2: off? it's the sound of a siren.
0: <clears throat> calling as, as, the sailors as,
2: as, to the rocks, you know.
0: Siren is a, is a like a mermaid or something like that. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, And even these pieces at the very end, like this, those kind of sounds, that to me is a wave breaking on a rock.
0: Do the siren bit there.
2: Yeah, uh, here we go.
0: don't think there's anybody else would create music like that you're a very good guitar player and it, it, it makes a big difference I think when, when people have the ability to to be to
2: I wouldn't even put it down to ability I again I'm very average in every way but I do practice I try my hardest and um, and I I uh, well, I also play in loads of different tunings I, like, just tune down a string and I say, what'll happen if I do this now? <laughs> yes. So, I, you know, I do that, and mm-hmm. sure, why not? Like, yeah. And leave it there for two weeks with one string kind of sounding a bit wonky, and what do I do with this? How do I play around it? Mm-hmm. How do I make it sound normal for a start, and then how can I use it to make things sound a bit different? You know? So, like, I can't, I, I can't claim to be wonderful at anything, uh, but I have love... And I have a great passion for music. And I suppose it's coming full circle to a question you asked me at the beginning was, um, do I like people? I do, really. And I think that comes through the music because I want people to be safe and okay. Um, And if you can maybe give voice to a problem somebody out there has had, they will get some healing from that. You know, I'm also great crack.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so
0: so when you go out for a night with your friends, yeah. you, don't, you don't be talking about heavy stuff at all.
2: God, no. No, no, no. no. But sure, yeah. why would you? Yeah, yeah. You You're Or your bloody children. Ah! Yeah. Oh, for God's sake, I'm going out to get away from the children. Yeah. You know, so, uh, yeah, no, no. And um, it's like when you say... Uh, what is this? Or, there really aren't many layers with me. This is me. Mm-hmm. Like it's all of me.
0: And is that a dangerous thing to give yourself so much to to, to your art, uh, or is it because you keep yourself a little bit out of the songs that just ah? Yourself? But I
2: love the danger. Yeah. Like we don't really want to rehearse it too much either, do yeah. we, Sarah? No?
0: <laughs> God no. I wasn't thinking about the, mu- the music side. But I was thinking yeah. about the personality side of it. Like, does it bother you what people think? Of you?
2: You can't afford to care about that.
0: No. And can you genuinely not... Can you
2: I'll tell you how the art is. Um, I wrote a song about domestic abuse and I made a video for it here at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, the song is called Unnecessary Angels. And for anyone listening right now, you can look it up on YouTube. Um, but the video is just me singing. Mm-hmm. And then there's an alter ego of me singing and dancing behind me so it's two worlds and the song is very much about the public and private persona of an abuser so that's fine i did the song uh and i acted to camera and i did it all here because we've we've all been in lockdown so then i gave it to sinéad Nestor, who's just a great artist and video editor um, and and For, you know, one part of the song, I started crying to a camera uh, to give voice to the person who's being abused. So that's fine, but that's part of my skill set as an artist, okay? But I was very worried about handing the material over to Sinead because I was afraid she'd be upset about watching me cry. Sinead is also an artist, so she was like, wow, performance, I can work on this, (laughs) she wasn't one bit sad, she wasn't one bit sad, and then you put the video out, right, Um, so I put it out, and I got a message from somebody who said, Christ almighty, that just, it makes me cry, they said, and they said, that's very painful work. But it's actually not painful work, because I have a skill set as an artist that I can access emotion, and then I walk away from it and I leave it there. So in terms of personal uh, toll, really, you don't have too much of that. Because if you are um, well-developed as an artist, you can leave your work. It's your work, really. You know, you can leave your work at the end of the day and say, OK, I've done enough with that.
0: When you do a gig with yourself and Sarah and maybe Trevor if you few yeah. of play together are you worried about what your audience is going to think? It's not an entertainment thing it's, it's, uh, it's, it's literature it, with music so do you uh, do you care?
2: No can't afford to That's can't afford to That's the
0: answer I was looking for I can't
2: yeah. afford <laughs> to I can't afford yeah. to yeah. otherwise I'll write shitty songs yeah.
0: Yeah. isn't that great
2: or I'll come up with something and it'll just be for that fellow over there and that's, I can't afford to do that you can't afford to do that you have to do justice to yourself as a writer but, which is the selfish part but you also have to do justice to the people you're trying to speak about and a lot of my stuff is about real life so uh, no I can't, I can't afford to care about that because it waters down everything from the get go you can't listen to people
0: it's funny the, the, the six interviews I've done before, pre- pre- previous to you I, I think I've Adam might let me know if I'm writing this I think I've hit on loneliness as a performer on every one of them and I imagine that you might be the most lonely but I actually think it's the opposite
2: I don't think I'm lonely no,
0: at all no I'm, <laughs> quite, I'm convinced now that all <laughs> the crew before no are, 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 we're are, are, actually
2: quite yeah. a cheerful bunch no actually. no
0: I'm not I'm not talking about <laughs> yeah. happy or sad I'm not talking yeah. about that at all yeah. Um, yeah. solitude I'm talking about um, I'm talking about isolation, I'm talking yeah. about uh, the, 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 the musician as in when the gig is over, the, the, the loneliness, so the, 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 yeah. the, the, the lack of high after, the addiction to, to, yeah. to performance. But I think you actually have all that stuff nailed.
2: Oh, I like uh, this year is like, OK, you can't work. Mm-hmm. So we have to get over it. I, I wouldn't be very... Um, I'm just never going to come out of a performance and go, "Okay, I need to do this or I need to, you know, get my drugs out, man or whatever. I'm never going to" You you was that. Well,
4: that one. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: so yeah, I mean, I would never be uh, somebody who needs to do that because it's it's about developing your skill set.
0: So yeah, that's great. It is. So, it like, really but is. But I, I remember doing a gig with Martin and And I want
2: to finish by saying, to just round that last point out about that video for that song, Unnecessary Angels, when I look at that, I don't see me. I see her, Yeah. the person I'm singing about.
0: So that's yeah. how it works for you. You're, 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 not that you're, you're not actually giving yourself completely at all. You're giving your art. I've and, and,
2: I I have, uh, completely gone away from myself by the point I put something. So like we that
0: ego, up. like I I was just about to tell you yeah. about uh, I, I did this gig in America yeah. with uh, Martin Hayes and John Williams. And it was a theatre gig, you know, and I wouldn't normally be playing in pubs here and I wouldn't normally get the big gig, especially in those days and very unusual things for me. But remember after the gig anyway, it was a huge starvation and was yeah. I was like, fuck, oh, I love this shit, this is fucking, this is the way I want to live, I love this shit. <laughs> And I went running down to meet everybody after the gig and yeah. I couldn't find the lads, you know, where's Martin and where's yeah. John, I couldn't figure out where the two boys got. I found out later they were both off in different places, yeah. bi- alone, on top of their game maybe for want of a better word, meditating. Yeah. Not taking up with the bullshit that I was taking up with. Okay.
2: I was yeah, trying to yeah. be loved.
0: I was trying to be, yeah. I was craving at attention. I was absolutely, you know, I was in America and I wanted everybody to tell me I was great, you know. Yeah. You don't have that.
2: I I mean, God, like if somebody comes up to you after a gig and says you're great, isn't it great? Yeah,
0: no, yeah, but, but it you, is don't, you, don't, you don't, you don't, I think, I think you have a, an ability to, to perf- perform and I even mean your videos and I even mean the way you're talking. You yeah, know, um, because I think if I was at one of your gigs, I'd be very disappointed if you didn't talk a lot. If yeah. you have a, you have a beautiful voice. That I try that
2: to keep that at a minimum. People are there to hear the shagging music. I There's nothing worse in my mind than somebody who takes ten minutes
0: I'm to talk I'm. and
2: three minutes to sing the song. I'd be
0: very disappointed if you didn't take. I'm 10 like, minutes. sing the song, goddammit! <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs>
2: But I do, I mean, I yeah. I will talk to people between songs, obviously. But I mean, if someone comes up to you after a gig and says, not that was great, I always, like, I love to hear that. I mean, we need feedback as artists. I will encourage people, actually, off the back of this podcast. If you're on Facebook, you know, there really is no harm in just saying that was good on the bottom of a video you've watched it really encourages people to keep doing what they're doing so don't be afraid to encourage people out there you know mm-hmm. but um no it like as i say with that video i look at her not at me Yeah. it's just it's gone now it's a piece of work that was made and uh say even the morning that we recorded that lovely song that i just played there um i had a very formulaic way of wanting to attack my own lines get them done in the morning out of the way and let you get on with it then yeah so yeah.
0: despite the fact that you're alone writing your art
2: yeah
0: about stuff that almost nobody else is writing about yeah including the famine yeah we, we have a great ability in Ireland to to, to, to shut stuff out. We and, do. And you, you you have the ability to open it up.
2: I'm looking under the carpet. Oh,
0: yeah. lads! Mm-hmm. Yep. And what's under the carpet now? There, there's direct provision There's centers. a few things, there's yeah. We, we, we haven't really changed that much, really. No, we haven't. There's a lot of stuff that we'd be talking about in 20 yeah. years' time that there's, we'd be um, totally fucked up on.
2: Actually, this song that we recorded is so timely mm-hmm. because of... Ireland of the thousand welcomes and really I mean how many are we taking in from the latest bunch of people whose camps have been burnt four, four. 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 is and it they four no. now. they're taking 40 and it's also
0: timely because yeah. we see so many and we don't actually see it anymore because I don't even care anymore yeah of boats of African migrants coming from Libya or from somewhere yeah. and drowning yeah the Exact same thing that happened to those Irish people, the very exact same
2: thing. It is, it is, it's It's a complete case of history repeating itself.
0: So so, so that gives your song to me, that gives it it more power. It's really
2: so relevant. So from
0: 1849, it's the exact same thing. It
2: is the same, it really is. Um, And I would say to people, keep an eye out for the video for that, it's out on October 9th um, I don't know when this podcast is going out but well, it's what I the 7th now so yeah quick Adam be... quick <laughs> <laughs>
1: poor
0: Adam <laughs> it'll all you know, this is going to be a big Lord about Day the 9th you'll have to have it out for the 9th yeah. <laughs> the 9th of October you'll be listening to this on the 9th of October 2040 but I mean, yeah. well, anyway yeah, but yeah, I, I, I mean so. that's
2: it and yeah I hope people do look at the video because the video is certainly going to be very very thought provoking
0: great uh-huh. yeah well, I I, 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 very handily talked to you for another hour. I think, yeah. I think, uh, I've. Thanks a million for inviting myself and Adam thanks down so and, and for bringing Sarah with you. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. You're, you're lovely.
2: I will say, on it couldn't have been done without Sarah mm-hmm. because she's my heart and my soul. Great. And she has been there when we split a tenor. <laughs> <laughs> remember yeah she's been there when we split a tenor like for a gig
0: well, I think you should be very proud of yourself yeah. and I, I don't mean that in a stupid way I think you've you've created a, a, already you've created a, a work that people will appreciate in time to come much yeah. more than yeah. the basic stuff I think you should be you're, you're a very lovely person there's a real as Sarah was saying there's huge compassion and it's it's, it's, it's palpable and it's great and I'm really delighted that you did this podcast thank you Delightest. I'm really happy to know you
2: thanks so and much and I mean that
0: I'm really, will you and I'm fi-
2: happy to know you as well yeah Lord. no it's good
0: it's good I think yeah yeah it's good uh, could we finish with music
2: okay <laughs>
4: Moody Judy. Go on, so. <laughs> we'll give it a go. Thanks to Adam we'll Shapiro on sound
0: as always. Thanks to Sarah Ferrigan for... We'll, we'll fade out with this. Um, thanks to Sarah Ferrigan for dropping in and, and, and creating such a lovely environment. This beautiful room, and uh, I've had a great night. I've had a brilliant time. Thanks. Thanks. And most of all, thanks to the wonderful Laura Mulcahy.
2: We'll see how wonderful I am now in a minute. (laughs) This is, uh, this song, uh, because you're going to fade out anyway. No, no, we've finished the song,
0: but but, but we won't talk after.
2: It's, uh, this song is called, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. And it's dedicated to Judy Garland. (laughs)